Hey, 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 beautiful people. God bless you and good morning. This is Reverend Carrie Holmes with a word to encourage you to carry on. Listen, I want to give you a quick uh, nature nugget, I guess we're going to call it, because we are in the midst of what is about to be, what, a 13-inch snowstorm here in the Lehigh Valley if you are on the East Coast. God bless you and good morning. It's just a little after 8 o'clock, and I hope that you are up like I am and getting ready to get all of the final things that you think you might need for the next, what, one or two days, and uh, about ready to uh, just dive into this day before all of the snow comes. We've already gotten a light dusting here, and I'm not a fan of the snow, but I've got a great word of encouragement for you. And, you know, I always like to get right into these amazing spiritual truths and principles that are right here in the Word of God for us. And I wanted to um, just draw your attention to kind of looking at the Word of God where we are right now in something amazing that God said of His Word that relates to the time and the literal season that we are in this morning. And that is found in Isaiah 55, 11. It relate, God Himself relates the Word of God and his, his very word to snow. Now, of course, in this time in this season, we know all we need to know about snow, right? And I just want to invite your, your natural mind to meet with your spiritual mind and have a conversation between your heart, your mind, and your soul with the word of God this morning. Let me read this scripture for you because it's so powerful in and of itself. And then we're going to delve into some of the uh, Greek, or rather the Hebrew um, which the Old Testament was written in, to really see the richness of what it is that God is saying. And I'm praying this can be an encouragement for you if you're feeling discouraged about how long it's taking to see God's word come to pass in your life. Maybe you're facing a financial struggle or maybe you're looking at um, a time and season during this holiday season that just um, maybe your family is, is not knitted together the way you want it to be and you're looking at family or relational struggles and you're just wondering when the word of God and when the promises of God are actually going to come to pass and you've begun to ask God why or when or just given up totally so if that is you or someone you know I want you to hear this message and I want you to share it to encourage that person to know that they can carry on check this out in Isaiah 55 11 God himself says so shall my word be that goeth forth out of <clears throat> excuse me, my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And the verse before that in verse 10 relates to the very season and nature uh, of time that we're in. For as the rain cometh down, and as the snow, hello somebody, from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. That's where verse 11 comes in. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, but it will accomplish the thing that which I please and it will prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Now, the amazing thing is about the word of God, as you've probably heard me before, if you've ever joined me in any of my Facebook live uh, times in the word, um, or seen out of my post. I love to study. That was really a love that was given to us um, by our father. Um, before he passed, he always wanted us to know the word of God and the God of the word. And he taught us Greek and Hebrew so that we would know the intricacies and um, the validity of the word of God from the original writings. So I 
always looking at the Greek when it's New Testament. I always look at the Hebrew. Always interested um, from every testimony that my mom has shared about how she came to know the Lord of the Aramaic and the Coptic and the um, kind of original transcripts. So with all of that being the case, I had to check out some of the background Hebrew in the Word of God. Let me say hi to some of the people that are signing on. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and God bless you. Cousin Trisha, love you so much. I just wanted to share this awesome morning um, inspiration as we're getting ready to, you know, get into this snow. I'm going to be out this morning before the snow, all of the snow comes. We've had a light dusting. I'm going to make sure everything's taken care of. I picked up some things last night and I had some time to come home and spend in the word. I'm generally a night owl. It's only because of the duties and responsibilities of what snow brings that I am up this early. And generally, if I have a client or someone to reach out to, or if I want to share something with you guys, I'll hop on. So this is your early morning inspiration that relates to a place in a season where we're in right now, a time of snow. Because God says in his word in Isaiah 55, 11, that his word is going to be exactly like the rain or the snow that comes down from the heavens. Now, the particular uh, Hebrew word that came to my attention is the word that we translate in English as accomplish. And it literally means to acquire or produce. It's not the picture of just the word of God being sent out and landing somewhere. But as God says, exactly as he says it in his word, God said, just like the rain and the snow come down from heaven and they don't come back, but they water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it actually accomplishes something when it goes to its destination. It's almost as if God is saying that his word brings back an answer after it accomplishes the thing that it was told to do, that it was sent to do. And we know this from the New Testament reference where the uh, centurion says, Lord, I know you're on your way to heal and to, to, to bring the healing that I've asked you to come into my house to bring that I'm looking for. But I'm a person under authority and I understand that when you send something that is under your authority or with authority, it will accomplish it. And it has to bring you back an answer that it did exactly what you said when you sent it. And that's exactly the picture that God is giving of his word, that God is giving of his word in Isaiah 55, 11. So here's the thing that I really want to encourage anyone that's feeling discouraged in that God's word is sent to accomplish and produce. It is sent to have an effect, not just to land, not just for you to get a prophetic word, not just for you to hear, not just for you to read a Bible verse and be like, I know that'll happen someday, but it's actually designed by God himself to go out, accomplish, acquire, and then bring him back an answer that God, your word, what you sent me to do, I've performed it, I've brought it to pass, and I have caused what you said to be accomplished to be accomplished. That is the that is the promise, and that is the, the potency and the power of God's word. You know, sometimes when we receive a prophecy, and then we have to wait for it, and we receive an inspirational word, and we receive a promise that God drops in our spirit, we have to wait for it, we tend to lose that sense of urgency and expectation, but the Bible tells us that God's word is everlasting. It's established forever, O oh Lord, your word is established in heaven. It does not change in power and potency. That prophetic word that you received is the same potent prophetic word that you received when you originally received it, just as potent as it is today when you received it. 
what happens with us is that our faith and our belief in that word and the effect of it, check this out, this is how it happens. The um, Hebrew word for accomplish is na, um, And this word literally means accomplish, produce, acquire. And it has all of this connotation about literally capturing a moment or capturing something and bringing it into its proper position. And isn't that exactly what God does with his promises and his word in our lives? The Bible says in John chapter one in the gospel of John, that the word in the beginning was the word, right? And the word was made flesh. Hallelujah. So the word literally has that trans, um, it, it literally has that transformative power to take a situation and cause it to become what God said it to sent it to be. Now, here's the thing. Number one, we can be encouraged because the word of God can change. It can transform. That is its design. That is its nature to transform people, situations, your attitude, your disposition, whatever you're going through, wherever God sends his word, wherever you bring his word into action, wherever you begin to apply his word, say it's your finances. They're going to line up with the promises of God that you said, Lord, I know you've given me to prosper, to, to overflow, to have abundance, but I'm not seeing it. So you begin to get a hold of scripture. You begin to apply the word of God and you begin to send the word of God with the potency and power that it has into your financial situation and you begin to see things change. You've got to see them change because that's exactly what God's word does. The same is true if you apply the word of God to your marriage. The same is true if you apply the word of God to your family relationships. The same is true if you apply the word of God to anything. That is the potency and power of the word of God. The all not power, the accomplishing power, the transformative power of the word of God. Now, if that wasn't exciting enough, let's think about this application because God literally gave his word and described his word in such a way that we could literally understand through the exact season that we're in today. Now, if you're in the East Coast and you haven't taken a vacation and gone to some warmer part of the earth, you know that we are getting ready for this super snowstorm, right? We're about to have, what, 13 some inches. So what does everybody begin to do? I mean, the city is getting prepared. Allentown, Bethlehem, and Easton, if you're there in Jersey, everyone is getting prepared for this monumental layer of snow, right? So what do they do? They begin to lay down different elements and different agents to interrupt what the snow and its effect is going to have on the earth, on the ground, on your pavement on your driveway, on your car, right? You make sure that you have everything in order. And the one thing that you want the, the snow to do is to stick, right? Now, in this sense, we want the snow to stick. We want the word to stick and we want it to be in place. But isn't it true in the spiritual, the same thing we see in the natural, that there are elements, spoken words, unbelief, situations, all different types of fears, right? There's all different types of elements that stand between the word of God, which is like that snow, which is exactly how God described it as uh, described it as rain or snow that lands on the situations of our life. I mean, it's it, the word of God is there for you. You know that it's true, but there's some agency or elements that have been laid down, like the way the city lays down the salt on the street so that the snow can't stick. Isn't that the same thing that happens in our lives with the snow. 
and the rain that comes. Like we want it to be present. We know it's there. We believe God. We can see it. I mean, we're so close that we can taste it. But there's something, there's some element on the surface of our lives, on the surface of our hearts, on the surface of situations that keep the word of God from actually laying and transforming where we are and transforming what is going on in our lives. And God lets us know, my word is going to be exactly like the rain and snow that comes. It's not going to return void. And the reason why we see the city and everyone preparing, even ourselves, for and with all of these elements is because the snow is powerful. It's a soft, light, beautiful agent. But when it comes down, listen, you had better put something down if you don't want that snow to stick. And that's exactly what the enemy does in our lives. He doesn't want the word to come to pass. He doesn't want the word to land on the situations of our lives. He doesn't want to see the word land in the situation of your marriage. He doesn't want to see the word land in the life of your children, in their future, in their destiny. He doesn't want to see the word land on top of your purpose. He doesn't want to see the word land in your heart and begin to change and accomplish and give back to God what the thing is that he sent it to do. So he allows agents of depression, agents of despondency, agencies uh, of fear and disbelief or words that you've spoken like salt and it begins to interrupt so that when the word of God hits your life, that doubt is there to say, you know what? I'm going to push this word back up. I'm not going to let it stick to the situation. I'm going to declare that I never have enough. I'm always broke. This always happens, right? The agency and maybe words from your mouth are like that salt that eat at the activity of the word. But the only reason why those agents and elements are there is because the word of God, like rain and snow, it's so powerful that unless there is an interrupting agent, it is going to come to pass quickly. It is going to have an effect quickly. And God says this in Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. So shall my word be. Now, the interesting thing is, is with no matter how much salt or how much uh, elements, you know, how many elements we put down on the ground, the snow is coming. And then when you have layer after layer after layer, you remember some of the snowstorms that we had here on the East Coast? I mean, people's roofs were falling in, God help, right? And there was just an amazing amount of, of, of change because of the amount of snow. It kept coming, it kept coming, and it kept coming, and there was nothing that anyone could do about it. And that, my friend, is like the agency of the word of God. And sometimes, you know, it makes our heart feel restless in our natural state because we're like, Lord, if I receive one more word, if you tell me this promise one more time, Lord, if you remind me, if you get my hopes up just a little bit more one more time without me seeing it, I don't know what I'm going to do. But let me encourage you to do this. Only believe. Do you remember that song? Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. Only believe. Only believe. He says only believe. Because all things are possible. If you'll only Believe. I want to sing that to encourage you again this morning. Only believe. Only believe. All things are possible. If you'll only 
believe, only believe, only believe all things, <laughs> all things, all things, my sister and my brother, it's possible if you'll only be encouraged this morning if you only believe and remove the doubt, remove the despair, remove the disbelief, remove all of those words that you've been speaking against the word that you want to see. Remove everything that's standing between the word, like the snow that comes from heaven and the surface of your life. Everything that you've been letting stand in the way of the promises of God. Maybe it is that hope deferred that has made your heart sick and you're just so tired of believing. Listen, I want to I want you to remove that tiredness. Take away that despair and renew your faith. Let this word renew your faith. That God's word is so powerful. There's got to be an interrupting agent to Cause the word of God not to come to pass. Every time you see Jesus work a miracle, he begins to ask the people, what do you want? What do you see? What are you looking for? What are you believing for? What are you asking for? What does your faith say you can have? Because as powerful as an element and an agent that the word of God is, it is going to become flesh. It's going to accomplish. It's going to go back to God and say, God, I went where you said for this word to go. I did what you said for this word to do. And I'm bringing back you, uh, bringing back to you a report of what I accomplished, what I acquired. I'm not going to return to you void. That is the nature of his word. But the discouragement for us as humans comes when we don't see it right away. And we get word after word after word. And we wonder, God, when? God, what? God, why? God, how? And it begins to weigh on our hearts. Let me just encourage you. There are elements between the word and the surface of your life, the surface of your situation, that marriage, your children, that hope, that dream, that house, the new financial breakthrough, the new career, whatever it is that you're believing God for that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know that you have a word from, Remove those elements so that the word of God can have direct access to your heart. Listen, begin to read the word. Begin to feast on scriptures regarding that promise. Don't give up your hope because the word of God is so powerful that it is going to accomplish the thing that God sent it to do. But what you and I want is we want to see it manifest. That's why when Jesus was asked of his disciples, Lord, teach us to pray. Like, how do you get those results from the Father? Like, you ask and it's done, right? They said, we, we, we want to do that, this communion that you have with the Father. We watch you pray. We watch you talk to him. He talks back to you. What Teach us what to say. He says, our Father. First of all, understand, God is in heaven. He's in control. He's your Father. He cares for you, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, holy is your name. You've got everything under control. You know more than I do. You know the time and the season. And you know why you gave me this word and why you gave me this hope. Hallelujah. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And even as I was thinking about this this morning, it really encouraged me, even in the midst of my own personal situations in life. Because the word literally says that we're not just asking for the results, 
not just thy word come, because the word in Jesus Christ had shown up. He was there. And there was still sickness, there was still disease, there was still trouble, there was still trauma because of the fallen earth that we live in. But everywhere that Jesus went, the Bible says he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed and sick, all that were sick and oppressed of the devil, because as soon as the word shows up, it begins to change everything. But check this out. The prayer that we pray as his servants is, Lord, let your kingdom come. The atmosphere, hallelujah, thank you, Holy Ghost, the atmosphere where your word comes to pass immediately, that's the atmosphere that we want. The atmosphere where you talk to the Father and the Father answers you back. And my mom talks a lot about, uh, Mama Holmes, Apostle Holmes, she talks a lot about when she went to heaven. How to have the question was to have the answer. It's such a sweet testimony to hear her talk about it. And that is one of the things that has stayed with me from the times that she shared just a little bit about her trip to heaven. How that there's no question without an answer. Wisdom is there to answer. And that's the atmosphere of heaven. And that's what Jesus, in part, was telling his disciples to pray. Don't just pray that I show up. Don't just pray that things change. Oh, carabate, say hallelujah. Don't just pray that the situation moves. Don't just pray that the cancer leaves. But pray that my kingdom, that my kingdom would come because in my kingdom, in the atmosphere of heaven, oh, hallelujah, when I speak it, it's got to come to pass. When I say, let there be a light, there is light. And when I say, be healed, you are healed. And when I say in the atmosphere of heaven that something has got to come to pass, the same way the rain and the snow is a different element in the higher atmosphere than it is down here. Listen, we've got all different types, again, of agency and elements to interrupt how the snow operates in its natural state for this atmosphere here. But in the atmosphere of heaven, the snow and the rain is formed and nothing can hold it back. When that word is ready to break forth and is ready to come forth, it hits the earth with such a force and such uh, such an element of productivity and such an element of power. I mean, that's what we're doing right now is getting ready for all this snow, not only because of the element that it is, but because of the level and the amount of snow that's coming. So I want you to get ready for the amount of word that's coming, that's going to hit your life. Fill yourself up with the word. Remove every doubt, remove every fear, remove everything that's standing in the way between you and receiving that and allow the kingdom of God to become your reality where you believe God, you're feasting on him, you're focusing on him, you've got the plan and purpose that God has for your life, you're so clear about it because he's spoken it to you and you refuse, you just absolutely refuse to give it up and refuse to let go of that promise. I want you to share this with someone who you know needs to hear this in this season. We're about to cross over into 2021 and there are some promises that you are yet to see God do and you may be wondering God what God when and God why let me tell you this it is more about God's kingdom coming to pass than it is about the word the element of the word being present because you and I know plenty of word. Like, I mean, if you've been in Christ any time more than, what, two, three, four years, you know plenty of word 
to see the promises begin to come to pass. And the frustration is, is why? Part of the reason is the surface elements that we have standing between us, doubt, despondency, sometimes it's just even sin. You know, like we're just not walking in the word. We haven't even laid the groundwork for God's word. So God's words come and it's got stuff to clean up before it begins to produce, you know, and lift us up. It's got to clean us up first. And sometimes we don't want to go through that process. We're like, nope, thanks. If the word means that I got to change, if the word means that I got to do differently, then I don't want it. Right. And we throw the word back. So the word goes back to report to the Lord. I went to accomplish the thing that you said. I met them at that moment of decision I was fresh and ready I, I, I was alive I, I allowed the Holy Spirit to bring back everything that you said right but their choices is what sent the word back and and caused the word to to be interrupted from coming to pass now the amazing and powerful thing again about God's word just like the snow is is gonna accomplish the thing that God said to do. You're gonna end up doing one way or the other what it is that God said. It's gonna come to pass in your life. But what we want is the kingdom to come. We want that kingdom mindset. We want that kingdom atmosphere, amen, where we're trusting, we're believing, we're rejoicing, we're praising, we've got faith, right? And it's just moving in concert and in 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 the same you know uh, similitude as God and it's just moving simultaneously with him so that when he says it we can see it happen right that is what Jesus taught the disciples to pray he says okay you want to know where I get this connection with the father where this connection of us being one how this happens pray this pray that his kingdom not just his word not just his blessings not just his answers, right? Not just his peace, not just his relief, not just his like God changing, but pray that his entire kingdom would come, that his entire will would be done and pray that it's done, not on earth, the scripture says in earth and we are these earthen vessels, amen? God breathed into man and he became a living soul after he formed him from the dust of the ground. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So God, what I'm asking you to do is not necessarily to change the situation, but show me how to change the atmosphere that I'm operating in that is allowing the situation to be what it is. What I want to do is cause your kingdom to be manifest. And the powerful and awesome, amazing principle here is that God's kingdom can touch down on earth. This is a kingdom that you don't have to travel as an ambassador. You know, here, if you're an ambassador in one country to another, you've got the embassy that you've got to go into. But with God, he literally brings his entire kingdom. You're not just a representative of his kingdom, but you carry his kingdom. And when you carry his kingdom and you allow the kingdom of God to come to pass and to come full into full fruition and full potency in your life, I mean, when your faith gets to an all-time high, how? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? By the word of God. So it's not far from you. The Bible says the word is now you even in your mouth. The word you know, sis, begin to speak it. Brother, the word that you know, begin to declare it. Don't just sit there in the midst of your situation and wonder why, what, how, and when. Begin to declare. This has got to come to pass by December 31st. I am decreeing it. I'm declaring it. I know God promised it to me and I refuse not to have it. Lord, thy kingdom come. Let everything in my life begin to be aligned with your plan and your purpose. 
purpose, that Jeremiah 29, 11 plan. You know the plans that you have for me, God. You said you'd give me a plan to prosper me, to give me a future and an expected end and a hope to do good to me and not to harm me. So I declare that your word must come to pass in my marriage. It must come to pass in my family. It must come to pass in my children. They will be children of destiny. I will have more than enough. I will not walk in lack. I will have enough to give whenever you lead me. I will have more than enough. I will be in right relationship with all of the individuals in my family, within my sphere of influence. Listen, whatever it is that you know God has promised you, get that word on it and allow every element that is interrupting the word of hitting the surface of your life begin to move and cause your atmosphere to look like the atmosphere of heaven. So that way, when God makes you a promise, you'll begin to see it come to pass immediately. You'll begin to see it come to pass evidently in your life and manifest immediately. I'm so glad for the comments that I'm seeing. And indeed, I pray that you're encouraged. I really felt as much as I'm not a fan of the snow at all, that this was just an awesome time to share this because we're all getting ready for the several inches of snow that is coming because we understand how powerful of an element the snow is. And God says in Isaiah 55, 11, that's exactly how his word is. And it's amazing to me that he allows his word to be related, uh, relatable and related to such a simplistic, um, simplistic element as snow. But as simple as it is, it's a powerful principle about how we, you and I, can see the promises of God actually come to pass in our life. And I just wanted to share this with anyone who's feeling a sense of frustration because I don't want you to charge God foolishly and to lose your faith and lose your trust and lose your hope. The the elements, you know, those agents that um that make it so that the word of God doesn't stick, you know, like the snow, it's powerful. There's no doubt that the snow we're about to get is coming, is, is going to be here. It, there's no doubt about that, right? Everybody's getting ready for it. But what do we do to cause, you know, the, the snow not to stick? It's really a clue for us just from something in the natural. It's a clue to, to things in the spirit. And it's a clue to the things in the spirit realm. There's things in your life. And I, and I can tell you personally, even for me, if I haven't seen the word of God manifest in a particular area, it's because of the things and because of the atmosphere that I've allowed or that I myself have created. So I just want to encourage you in that because I don't want you to be discouraged. And so many people, we do get discouraged when we don't see God's word because we can tell that it's right there. You can tell that it's supposed to be yours. You can feel that it's supposed to happen. And you have faith that it is going to happen. And then it doesn't. And it seems like it isn't going to happen. This is what the prophet, now imagine, right? The prophet himself, Habakkuk, who heard from God and talked with him and in the higher realm. He says, I'm going to stand on my watch. I'm going to keep on praying because between what God said and what I see, it doesn't match up. In Habakkuk 2.2, God answers him and he says, the word of the Lord came to me and said, the vision, though it tarry, wait for it. Ah, I pray this is ministering to you. Wait for it. 
I speak to your spirit to wait for it. He said, though it tarry, though it seems long in coming, it will not tarry. And it will accomplish <laughs> the thing that I sent. It will come to pass at the appointed time. So I just want to pray with you before we sign off. And it looks like it's just about a little before nine. And I got to get out the house and go make sure I have everything I need before the snow comes. Because that snow is no joke. And so it is in the spirit realm. The word of God is no joke. It lasts and remains forever. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. So we want to see God's word come to pass. I pray that you guys were encouraged and that you can share this with someone in Jesus' name. I, I just really um, pray that um, whoever needs to hear this, I know that whoever needs to hear this and see this will. And of course, while we're inside, you can share it with somebody because Lord knows we are going to be inside for a little while when all of this snow comes because there's no denying how powerful it is. So uh, let your hope rise. Um, do, the, do your part. Begin to speak words of faith. Um, interrupt people who try to lay down you know, who are salty. Interrupt people who try to lay down elements in your life, words or actions or deeds that speak against the purpose of God. Listen, whatever the relationship is to them, interrupt it. But, you know, no, I'm sorry. Um, we can't finish this conversation. I've been speaking faith in this. Oh, I just want to give you my opinion. No, if your opinion isn't what God said and isn't bringing the kingdom of heaven right, you don't have to be rude. You don't have to be hurtful to anyone. Sometimes you just don't even need to to have the conversation, right? You don't pick up the phone and call that girlfriend that's going to break your dream down into all the pieces of why come and why not, right? Keep your dream and your faith to yourself and feed your dreams with faith. Okay, I want to just, um, I want to pray what the Holy Spirit is just having me share a little bit more emphasis on that. Um, feed your dreams with your faith. Feed your business dream. Your book dream says feed that with faith. Brother, your business dream, feed it with faith. Keep speaking to it and understand that even the prophets ask. Even the prophets, we ask, Lord, when is it going to come to pass? And God's word is right there to remind us. Though the vision seems to tarry, what I promised you, wait for it. Don't let it go. Hold on to it. Excuse me. And keep on, um, keep on dreaming. Keep on believing. And refuse to let every single element that tries to, um, you know, lessen the effect of the word of God in this atmosphere, uh, remove those elements. And, and I really have to encourage you that a lot of that is is not the devil, it's not the enemy, it's not haters. It's us. It's the words we speak out of our mouths. So it's like the word of God is there to produce what God said and our words are there we want to bring them into alignment, into agreement, so that when they match, when they meet, they match, and they come to pass. That's why the promises of God, and if you really examine most areas of your life where you're not seeing the promises of God, and you examine it honestly, you'll be able to see the entrance of his word gives light. He's, David said, thy word, O Lord, is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. If you really look through the eyes and the lens of the word, at your situation that you're wondering why is it this way 
you'll be able to see. That's why I have these elements like salt and like stones in between. And remember, um, Jesus gave the parable of the uh, sower who sowed the word. He said he had good, good seed. It was good word. There was nothing wrong with the seed, but it was the cares of life, right? And all different elements that came to choke out the word. Because that's one thing that, you know, the enemy doesn't want to see happen as the word come to pass in your life. And whatever changes you need to make to change your atmosphere. Maybe you need to get, you know, for yourself as Christmas, um, scriptures and new decals of the word of God and put that around your home and look around in your home if there's anything that represents what used to be that you don't want, right? Things from past relationships, things from old beliefs, old systems. Maybe there's things from your old house you don't want to take to your new house. Maybe it's an old couch and you're like, this couch is so done, right? But you're just keeping it until the new year, until you move, you don't want to move. Listen, let the new come in so it can usher in the new. Don't be sitting there thinking, I really believe this is a word for someone. You're like, oh, I'm not going to get my new stuff until I get into my new place. Get your new stuff so you can't get into your new place. Because you're sitting around old things, old stuff, broken down. It's no good. You don't even like it, right? And you're thinking, well, when I... Yes, it's true. When you when you move into the new, you will move into the new. Somebody give some hearts for that if that's for you. When you move into your new, that's when you'll move into your new. All right. I want you to be encouraged and I want you to be able to get out into the world and get whatever you need for your day. Again, I'm not a fan of the snow, so it was just like God to give me this word. Because, child. No, I say no to snow. <laughs> Let me just say hi to Cousin Trisha. Uh, Lisa, hi. God bless you, Sister. Looks like Sister Miriam. Miriam, hi. How are you? I'm so glad this word encouraged you. Hi, brother. Uh, looks like Brother Marvin was there. Who's this beautiful person in purple? Is that you, Miriam? I saw you doing amazing things um, with your modeling. You look gorgeous. It's so great to see everybody. This is the hard part, signing off, when everybody starts to sign on. But we'll be able to connect. And probably, since it's snowing, and I'm going to be inside, um, I just you know, I just got up early, around 5 a.m., to start the day and get ahead of the snow that's coming. It's already, we received a light dusting here in the Lehigh Valley. Um, but I'll, I'll probably be back inside very shortly. <laughs> And I won't be out long. So, um, God bless you, beautiful people. I love you so much. Um, I'll be probably looking at doing a couple more lives today if I can. Maybe I'll do one for single women. Uh, we'll probably talk about um, an upcoming women's conference that I've been praying about. And I've just been encouraging my spirit to launch for January 2021. An online virtual experience that you can register for. The price is going to be very re reasonable, and I hope you guys can uh, plan to set your, you know, your Saturday or Sunday aside for us. I'm going to try to do it over two days with amazing speakers and um, powerful prophetic words that will really um, set the tone for your 2021. Thank you so much, Lisa. You're a blessing um, as well. It's so great. You know, when someone signs on and shares that they're encouraged, that's encouraging to me. 
Um, I'm sure I would do it if nobody signed on to because when I heard this word, I was like, yes, God. Again, especially since I'm not a fan of the snow. But um, it's awesome to, to have God's word tell us such, an, such a simple principle as the word of God, Isaiah 55, 11. Uh, as, the, as, as the rain and as the snow comes down from heaven, so shall my word be. It will accomplish the thing whereunto I sent it. It will not return to me void. So uh, just get a hold of those elements and get a hold of your atmosphere. And I guarantee you'll begin to see the word of God manifest. And let your hope rise up again. Get a hold of your faith. Get a hold of the word that you need. Have an awesome morning. Lisa Jackson, how are you, First Lady Lisa? You're such an awesome blessing. Thank God for your exercise videos. I should be sharing them on my page. Um, I was just about to sign off. This is always the difficult part because beautiful people like you sign on and it would be great to stay and chat. Love you, Mr. Riley Ho. <laughs> Praise him. I want you to be able to go back and listen to this encouraging message from Isaiah 55 11 especially if you're going to be snowed in like I am remember that God himself related his word to the rain and snow that comes down from heaven he taught his disciples to pray not only for his word and for changes in situations but literally for God's kingdom to come so when his kingdom comes and his will is done in earth as it is in heaven that's when you get immediate manifestation. So when you have faith, hope, joy, love, and peace operating around you, when God sends you a promise, you're going to see that promise come to pass. And just like the snow and our preparation for it today, we put down elements like salt and rocks to interrupt how powerful the snow is because there's nothing like the power of these outside elements and these natural elements. And God relates his word to the element of rain and snow. So check it out, back it up a little bit, let yourself be encouraged, and check out that scripture in Isaiah 55, 11, verses 10 and 11 right there. Read those couple of scriptures around it and see how powerful God is relating his word. Love you so much, beautiful people. Stay warm, stay healthy, stay safe. Please, if you can, stay inside. And join me a little bit later for one of our other Facebook Lives. I'll be sure to put the caption in so you know if it has to do with politics, local community, single women, our women's conference, or if it's music related or anything else. Whatever you do, remember that you can carry on. God bless you.